Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to today, but real quick, hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget today's show is presented to you by the amazing people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. If you're looking for a good barbecue joint, that's where you got to go. But right now, where we need to go together. Hold my hand. We'll frolic in the wind. Here we go. Let's jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> that was a solid open. Solid open. Uh, Red Rocks Amphitheater. They have to clean up after your mess. Maybe not you, the, the person next to you, because they're gross. What am I talking about? Oh, my God. 50 pounds of gum. That's the amount of chewing gum that was removed from under the seats at Red Rocks Amphitheater in Colorado last year. That's according to a nonprofit group called Friends of Red Rocks, which works to preserve the magic and beauty of the venue. Volunteers spend three hours. They spent three hours on the last Saturday of every month helping rangers clean up the trails, pick up the trash, and scrape up gum. The group says, quote, we hope that people will chew responsibly and put their gum in a paper. I don't get that. I always save my wrapper, so I'm never in that situation. But that being said, I don't like to keep gum that I've chewed in a wrapper and put it in my pants until I find a trash can. My luck, I'll forget about it. Next thing you know, it goes through the washer and dryer, and I fuck up all the clothes. So I get that you don't want to stick it in your pants. Okay, come on, stick it in your pants. (laughs) Come on, do it. Stick it back, please, for the love of God. But I don't understand why people stick it underneath their seats or a table. That's disgusting. This is my recommendation. While I am not a trained physician or a licensed physician in in any way, (laughs) I suggest you swallow it. Now, if you get sick, don't blame me. Ask your doctor, is it okay if I swallow my gum? If they say yes... Go ahead and do it. And I told you so. If they say don't, because you're going to be farting up, uh, you know, uh, bubblegum balloons, <laughs> then then don't. But what I'm saying is that's a better option because the other one's gross and rude. Now they have to, they, what is, that's disgusting. That's a lot of freaking gum to be scraping from Red Rocks. That's so disgusting. I will say this, though. I took my kids to Skate City the other night, and I'm, I'm at a table, and, and I'm not thinking of, of anything. Of, you know, I'm just there. I'm just ugh. like, hurry up and get done skating, for the love of God. Uh, but I rubbed my hand underneath the table, and that was a huge mistake, a rookie mistake. Honestly, I should know better, but I did, and it was just like, it wasn't smooth. Of course it wasn't smooth. It was just riddled with freaking gum. And then I had to look at it uh, because I was like, what the hell did I just touch? It's either boogers or it's gum. And from what I can tell, it was dark under there. I'm just going to assume it was all gum. It's just gross. (laughs) I get, but that being said, I get, I can, I can quote unquote justify it because that's a kid place. But adults are mostly at Red Rocks, mostly. You guys should know better. Don't do that. That's gross. Come on. Have some respect for yourself and others. 
swallow, swallow the fucking gum or put it in somebody's hair. <laughs> oh, don't do that. You do that, you deserve to get your ass kicked. Oh my gosh. That's just weird. I don't I don't get it. That being said, I probably did it at some point when I was a kid, putting gum under somewhere just to be a dick. Oh, so gross. Speaking of gross, this makes me, again, another reason why you need to be cautious when you fly. Why? A plane has been grounded for three days after, during a flight, a rat was seen. Okay? I don't know why it took me so long to say seen, but it did. Oh, my God. That's that's horrifying. I would not want that. I, I'm sorry. If... There's a lot of things that would freak me out. This is one of them. <laughs> oh, just add it to the list. Are you kidding me? If I saw a rat, if I saw a mouse, that would kind of freak me out. Kind of freak me out. If I saw a snake, yeah, it's going to really freak me out. A rat? A rat would really freak me out. It's just gross. And the rats I've seen, I've only seen a couple, and they're, they're big. And I know that they can get really huge. But seeing that on a plane, I have to put that right up next to a, a snake. A snake, I'm fearful that it's going to bite me. A rat, I'm a, just afraid it's going to touch me or, you know, jump on me and it just make me shit myself. That's disgusting. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine? Once you land, just yeah, I'm just like pushing everybody out of the way. And I'm like, burn the plane to the ground. Burn it to the ground. What happened? What did he... Is there like a virus on there? No, it's a rat. <laughs> oh, gross. Day two, it's just like stripped down to its frame because they're like, we got to find this fucking rat. Also, the other thing is I imagine if a if a rat gets gets on a plane, it's there's so many little places it could go. You got to make sure it's not, you know, having a nest somewhere. And popping out babies like they do. Next thing you know, you got a rat flight again. Oh, so disgusting. Rats are gross. I saw one in front of a, a restaurant down the road a couple years back. And it was right in front of the entry to the restaurant. And like they had a delivery driver just walk right by it. Like get a fucking shovel and throw that away. It was It was a dead one if I didn't say that gross it's kind of a bad look whether you have rats in your restaurant or not the fact that you have a dead one in front of your restaurant <laughs> kind of paints a bad picture it does <laughs> like hmm, do i want to eat there you know what the dead rat as you enter into the restaurant uh vicinity kind of turns me off sorry call me weird call me weird Ladies, this is why you listen to your husband. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. A Washington state woman has identified as only MB, her initials MB. Basically, she held onto a lottery hit five ticket for about five months. And for those five months, her husband had been nitpicking at her saying, could you please Listen to me for once in your life. I don't know if he said that. Get this lottery ticket checked. I don't know why he didn't check it. Lazy fuck. 
it, I'm sorry, if my wife had a lottery ticket just sitting there like on a desk or, you know, back in the day when I was a kid, my mom would have like notes and stuff behind the the phone that was on the wall and stuff like that. Uh, you know, it, eventually you would think that the husband would just be and grab it and check it himself. So he's a, he's a lazy douchebag, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, you think that she would have uh, checked it or he would have checked it in the five months. But finally, she she folded and she's like, fine, I'll do it, you dickhead. And guess how much money she won? $135,000. So good for her. Apparently, it had just been sitting, sitting there in her house. Not doing anything other than just, you know, stretching things out, adding more stress to your life. That being said, I've heard from a lot of people, you know, reading articles and watching shows and stuff like that. The amount of stress that comes to an individual that after they win a significant amount of money is a lot more than you would realize. That being said, I would love to experience that problem for once. Be like, hey, Scott. Here's a million dollars. Do your show. Be like, okay, boy, this is so stressful having a million dollars in my bank account. (laughs) Uh, Oh, God, I just can't take it anymore. (laughs) I think that's like a a kind of a, you know, a good problem to have. Rich people problems. Oh, it's so stressful. I just don't know what to do with my money. (laughs) Here's what's crazy. So she... Has, uh, she has that lottery ticket for five months. Here's, I don't play the lottery very much. I mean, maybe like once a year, it seems like. But I'm one of those persons, like, I'll wake up the next morning and just check it. Wow, I lost again. Way to shit away money, Scott. So I, I just, I can't imagine having something like that for five months. That, that's... Freaking and listen, she didn't win the whole jackpot, or or maybe she did because it was a hit five ticket. But to win that much money, that 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 helps a lot. It helps a, a tremendous amount. Now that being said, I don't know about you. If I win one hundred thirty five thousand dollars, I'm going to be paying things off. That's that would be my goal: pay off the house as much as I can, and that way, it in the near future, we'll have less bills type of thing or drugs and prostitutes. I don't know. One of those things is the avenue that I'll go down. I just don't know. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Okay. <laughs> what they prostitutes needs, needs education. <laughs> they need to, they need to pay for their kids schools and shit like that. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I'm kidding. We don't need to get into prostitution <laughs> right now. Oh God. Sorry, I'm I'm a little off today. Uh, When am I not off is a good question. But I'm delayed recording this because I met up with somebody this morning. And I'm usually done and working on something else by now. But as I record this, it's almost like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Listen, we we know this. I'm a delicate flower. And then when you just like, when you shake me around and screw up my schedule, I don't even know what ways, what ways up, what ways down. It's annoying. So way to go. <laughs> way to go. Person that I hung out with this morning. You did this. You did this. 
hey, you know what? We got more coming your way, including I think we changed a big corporation's mind yesterday. You and me, we did that. We'll get into that here in a second, but Sugar Fire in Westminster, amazing barbecue place. I was talking to somebody this morning about how great this place is and how just they're chugging along and they're kicking butt and taking names and people, people are taking notice of Sugar Fire in Westminster because their barbecue is legit. Amazing. They're off 144th and Orchard Parkway right next to Snooze on the south side of 144th. Go ahead and follow them on social media at Sugar Fire Westie. They have amazing entrees. Whether you're getting a burger, which you know they love to, Chef Clint and his crew love to tinker with menu items and just come up with these daily specials. And, and sometimes they'll they'll have like double patties, like beef patties, and they'll add in some brisket on there. Maybe add in some uh, you know sausage links. Oh my God, there it's so beautiful and it's just never ending with the the creativity and just the amazing flavors that come out of Sugar Fire in Westminster. Like I said, they got amazing burgers, but also they got amazing beef brisket, pulled pork, smoked turkey breast. My my daughter loves to get a, a smoked turkey breast sandwich. They also got baby back ribs, sausage, smoked chicken wings, as well as pulled chicken. Just so many, so many things that you can get over at Sugar Fire in Westminster, plus their specialty sides. Because if you get some barbecue, you got to have some amazing sides. Whether it's brisket chili, Brussels and sweet chili, hash brown casserole, smash loaded potatoes, brisket, mac and cheese, which will change your life. It's that good. Tater tots, super slaw, broccoli ranch salad, cucumber salad, and you got to get the fried pickles. The fried pickles are amazing. So freaking good. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster. By far my favorite barbecue joint in the state of Colorado. Family friendly, also great for date night. And they even do catering, whether it's for a family event or maybe something with your business. Work? Yeah, you want to impress everybody. Not only do you look good, but you got to present the good looking food and great tasting food. And that's Sugar Fire in Westminster. Follow them on social media at Sugar Fire Westie. They're off 144th and Orchard Parkway, like I said, on the south side of 144th. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. I had to spit halfway through that. <laughs> and I'm like, do I swallow, or do I just let the spit just continue to fly out of my mouth <laughs> as I speak? <laughs> I, I did that the other day. I was talking to somebody. And then, like, I had too much spit in my mouth. Come on, this is real life talk, okay, R right? Have you ever done this? You're talking to somebody that all of a sudden you realize there's a piece of spit that comes out of your mouth and just lands on their face. I did that, and it landed in somebody's eyeball. <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully I didn't give them herpes of the eye. <laughs> that'd be awful. Oh, that'd be horrible. Are you having an outbreak? Oh, my God, it got on my face. <laughs> Explain that one to your significant other. So tell me again how you got herpes of the eye. <laughs> I was talking to Doug. We were hanging out. Next thing I know, he accidentally spit on me. I didn't know that he was having, you know, what is it, an outbreak or whatever, his herpes. I didn't know he had herpes. Anyway, don't look me in the eye. I'll be wearing sunglasses the rest of the week. 
<laughs> so gross. Kind of catching you guys up on everything that happened from yesterday's show to today. I had a video go viral yesterday because Denver had a snow squall, which I honestly hadn't heard of that. That doesn't really happen here in Denver. But it's the first ever snow squall warning in the Denver area, according to the National Weather Service. So that's kind of interesting. It's, it's, it's essentially where a, like a large amount of snow just dumps in one spot really quickly. And that's what it was. Well, m- the video I had was from my security camera, one of my security cameras, and it's basically my driveway. And it starts off with me leaving to go drop off my kids at school. And the driveway's dry. There's no no moisture anywhere, right? And then quickly, <laughs> it goes to just a massive amount of snow. And then before you know it, by 1 o'clock, my driveway was all clear. <laughs> it was so crazy. It goes from about 7.30 in the morning, dry, to snow-packed, to you see the snow just start melting. It, it was crazy. It was awesome. So what was funny is I posted that on Twitter and everywhere else on my social channels. And Twitter is where, you know, most of the interaction happens. And I got reached out to by Nine News, uh, also Channel 4 News and the Weather Channel. They all wanted to use my video. (laughs) So I was like, that's cool. Go ahead. I don't care. As long as you give me credit, that's fine. So if you saw it, let me know. I just want to know because in the video, I what I did was, because keep in mind, this is time lapse. And what I did was at the end of the video, I'm standing in front of the camera with a shovel, even though I didn't really need the shovel. There's like this one little tiny spot that I shoveled. But it's me standing in a weird angle. And then I moved to another angle. So in the video, it looks like I'm dancing real quick. But I want to know, did they? Did anybody pick up on that little joke of me, like, working it? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I thought it was funny. What's funnier, too, is in real time, I'm doing that for, like, a minute. <laughs> so if you watch the video, you see me do, you know, move real quick in front of the camera. That took me, like, a minute and a half. And, and I was just, like... I wonder if any of the neighbors see me doing this. I'm just standing out there in this like weird robotic mannequin type pose. And then all of a sudden I switch to a different angle. They're probably like, he's probably drunk or he's probably high on drugs. I don't know. Neither. I'm a moron. Thank you. (laughs) Speaking of yesterday's show. Remember, we talked about the whole Wendy's surge pricing or dynamic pricing that they were going to do, that they came out and they had said that they were going to basically during dinner rush, they were going to fluctuate the price of a burger. Then the, then, then during their downtimes, they were going to you know, lower the price. And a lot of people were upset about that. I mean, a lot. I posted that in multiple places, got a lot of great reaction. I feel like that we we pushed pushed back so hard on Wendy, Wendy's that they freaked out because Wendy's 
last night came out with a statement saying, we will not implement surge pricing, which is the practice of raising prices when demand is highest. That's according to a spokesperson from the from Wendy's. We didn't use that phrase, nor do we plan to implement that practice. Huh. They said that their initial announcement during an, an investor call was misinterpreted. They added, this was misconstrued in some media reports as an intent to raise prices when demand is highest at our restaurants. We have no plans to do that. It would not raise prices when our customers are visiting us most. Any features we may test in the future would be designed to benefit our customers and restaurant crew members. Oh. Oh, interesting. Well, we won, folks. We won. Woo! United we stand! Yeah! We pushed back on the hamburger giant. Now our hands are greasy with success. Woo! They're just going to raise prices gradually so we don't notice. <laughs> this burger today costs $6.99. Tomorrow, or, you know, in a week or two, it's going to be Seven oh nine, and then it's slowly gonna go up, and we'll we won't have a clue. Ah, <laughs> uh, good for us! Look at us! Look at us! We're making changes. I'll I'll take the credit. <laughs> I'll take the credit. That's classic, though. But you know what? Hey, they listen. I. Now that being said, there's a good chance that this was misinterpreted by whoever initially came out with the report. And then it, it's like a snowball effect. All these outlets, including myself, come out there and, and, and talk about it. But essentially, it's coming from the same initial source. And hey, they regardless, now Wendy's knows, don't go down that path. But you know... There's also some companies out there that already do it. I believe it's Hardee's, I read, does that or something like that. There, there's, there's already companies that do that. It's kind of like a full-service restaurant. They do that. They have a lunch menu that's slightly cheaper. Then they have a dinner menu that is a little bit more expensive. Don't like it. I don't like it when I go there for dinner because I look at the back menu and it says lunch. <laughs> And I'm like, why is this $4 cheaper back here? Well, sir, if you came in 45 minutes earlier, you could have partaked on that menu item. But here we are. <laughs> that bread is going to cost you. <laughs> so good. I'm glad. Now, I don't have to have a grudge against Wendy's. Thank you, Wendy's. Again, I'll take all the credit. I will. Me and, and you guys right now listening, we did this. We did it. Speaking of things we did, let's jump into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> this comes in from Mike. He said, first off, I'm writing to you from the toilet at work. I love taking shits at work. It's the best. I think we need to normalize encouragement in the restrooms. The guy next to me is straight putting in work. I want to cheer him on. You know, give him an attaboy from the adjacent stall. But that is frowned upon. But why? 
He deserves the kudos for the Taco Bell. He's exercising. <laughs> ah, gross. Yeah, it is kind of funny. Could you imagine if you're going to the bathroom and you're having some difficulties and somebody is just like, you can do it. <laughs> you got this. You got this, buddy. Like, like, you know, we all go through some times where things are difficult. I did that once. Real quick, side story. Never thought I'd share this with you. But here we are. I ate some Mexican food up in Iowa once. Probably a bad idea. Anyway, I'm at my brother-in-law's house. I'm in this little bathroom that they have. No vent, just a window. Anyway, so I'm in there, and I my stomach is a wreck, like super bad, to the point where it wanted to come out, but it couldn't. I almost blacked out on the toilet. I had my cell phone up going, do I need to call my wife? Do I need to call her? And have her help me. I got to the point where I started to black out. Then all of a sudden, everything <laughs> released. Boom. Snapped out of it. And I was good. Sweat all over the place. It was, it was traumatizing. So much so that like 10 years later, or however many years, it was more than 10 years, I still remember that. I was like, this is going to happen. I'm going to pass out on the toilet. Then somebody's going to come in and find me. Like, my brother-in-law, Andrew, is going to have to break down the door. And he's going to see me passed out with my pants down. <laughs> but if I only had somebody there encouraging me, I could have got through it a little bit easier. I told you that, that when I was in Vegas with my family a couple months ago, there was a guy poop crying next to me. And, like, I wanted to say something, but then... I was like, nah, I need to leave. This is awkward. I can't even go now. <laughs> but but then I'm like, what would you say to him? You got this. Hey, hey, buddy. Take a breath. You're good. Sit straight. Breathe in through your nose. And release. Yeah, you did it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, you could imagine you're cheering him. I don't know. It's gross. Mike, you're gross. <laughs> Way to bring down the show. This show is so classy. And then you come in here and do that. What in the hell is wrong with you? I'm very disappointed. <laughs> right, as always. <laughs> Ken, you son of a bitch. So disgusting. So anyway, what's going on, guys? <laughs> I am so whacked out today. Actually, I had to start this show over like three times because... My brain wasn't functioning. So this is the best you get for today. Pretty disturbing, wouldn't you say? Very disturbing. Anyway, wow. I, if you guys saw me on the Weather Channel or anything like that, please let me know that video of, of my car and my driveway getting snowed on and stuff. Let me know if they said anything about my dance moves. I'm going to be very upset. Chris Bianchi of, I think he's with Nine News, actually did say something, but I kind of let him down that path. He said, this is the best snow video I've seen from yesterday's storm or today's storm at the time. I said, it's probably the dance moves at the end. And he said, absolutely. But I had to lead him down that path. I want to know if they said anything about it on air. Come on. Trying to bring some, some humor to 
the news realm. And if you guys miss that, very disappointed in you news people. Very disappointed in you. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for sh- supporting the podcast. For some reason, I almost said shart. I don't know why. Thank you guys so much for sharting. Really appreciate it. I just sharted. I don't know what that means. I tried to fart and a little shit came out. I just sharted. You guys have an amazing day. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you could, please leave a nice review. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster, an amazing place to grab a bite to eat. They're off 144th and Orchard Parkway. Go check them out. Just a great place. Oh, my God. It's like like high-end food at a, a reasonable price. It's just so freaking good. So freaking good. Go in there and say, I'll have the Duh Huff special. And they're just going to look at you, and they're like, that's not a thing. <laughs> then I'll laugh. Because <laughs> you're going to look stupid. There, there is no Duh Huff special. The fuck? No, but you go in there, you order anything. I guarantee you it's going to be delicious. It's to Huff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much. Have an amazing day. Let's continue to move forward. I'll talk to you next time.